welcome to Gamers of the Lost Ark. My name's Ryan, I'm the host, and again, just like the last episode, I am currently recording this in Ireland. I have forgotten my intro. I can't remember what it's like. I also don't have um, the actual sheet of paper that has my intro on it, which is back at my house. So perhaps in the next one, I'll have the intro, but thank you for your patience anyway. But this is a podcast all about how games make us feel or a specific games make us feel or a specific game, sorry, makes us feel. And today I am joined by our brand new team member on Pixie who has this brand new intro that I've just devised about 20 seconds ago. Um, And I'm going to see if he likes it. And it is, take it away, Aaron. It's Hawkey of Rivia, Commander Shepard's favourite companion, the hustler of Helgen. It's Lou. Welcome to the (laughs) podcast, mate. Take it away, Ern. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Today is this is your first podcast. Obviously, you were on Luke's Gaming Giggles as a guest before, but this is your first podcast as a team member. So, of course, welcome to the team, mate. I can't wait to see what we're going to do this year in regards to you know all the different stuff. But today is all about a game that encaptured the both of us. I think not just only from an online perspective, which I will quickly say that we'll we'll dip into the online at the end of this, and we'll do the story first. So we'll do story. Then we'll do a bit of online. Um, yeah. uh, the both both sides, I think, captured us thoroughly. Um, so, basically, Lou, the this is the loosest podcast I do. So it's just anything that particularly comes to mind. Like I'll go through my sort of notes, and if there's anything in particular that hits you, or something in your mind, you're like, hey, this is a moment that you think of in your mind that you're like, oh my god, I remember this scene or that or the, what the way this looked or anything. Like it could be gameplay, it could be characters. It could be anything you want. Soundtrack, yeah. you know. Um, so we will dive all the way through it. So just to begin with, of course, this is usually I bring people on and, you know, I quite often make it a dual podcast because, you know, I like to get involved, especially with these games that I love so much. Like this game is fantastic. I absolutely loved my whole experience with Halo Infinite, as did yourself, yeah, I'm assuming, did. you know. Um, yeah. So anyway. First thing I've got on my list, which just blew me away from the very, very off, was scenery. Yes, straight away. It was like, in your face, like, look at this world. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And it, it slapped it in your face. It, there's there's something that I'll start straight off with in my mind, and that is that when I very ever first played Halo, I played it at, like, my mum's friend her husband had it on a pc and i sat there and i played it for the first time and i'll never forget that first time that i got off that ship on the halo ring and i looked up and you could see the actual ring in the sky and see the stars and it felt like an endless world that i could explore that if you ever go back now is not the case but just that sense of wonder and that sense of like just that is what this the scenery this game encapsulates i think i think when you see that world when you see the ships when you see the sprawling skylines even just the in inside of the ring and stuff is just so beautiful yeah is there any partic- is there any particular like scenery or or any particular around anything about the scenery particularly that struck you um well to be honest it was literally like the first what like 15 minutes of the game when you first get out of that bunker then like the open world is there and like, mm-hmm. it's literally your oyster because you're allowed to explore it because it's like one of the it's, it's new and it like there's never been a halo where you can just go off and do your own thing yeah it's always been like a there's always been a path set for you that you have to follow and this is gonna be like this is the first one where you can just do what you want to do yeah and what like uh, what they, the developers done at that moment when the big door opens is they really kind of hit you with they hit you with that nostalgia that I felt anyway from that very first ever Halo of like you know the, just this endless possibility of this world and you know the huge arching ring above you and stuff was just so beautiful and that huge scope and it's just like wow this is just like a playground of fun in front of me which is just like so cool. I was just like, oh, but yeah, for sure. That moment is, is one of the ones that really stands out as being like the first time that you're like jaw drops. Although actually before that, 
What did you think yeah, of the bit? You're in the ship as well. Yeah. Blowing up and you got to run to the yeah. you got to bolt it to the pelican. Yeah. That's super duper full on. And even when you're in that like bit where you know like I remember the first time I walked out and all those like blue like whatever they're called they're like you know the the little things that have humans on them and they have elites on them and all those things they're made by the the uh what are they called again the people who like originated like made everything oh i forget them they're like the the guardians no no it's, it's something similar to that though anyway anyone who's listening i'm sure you know or would have you know exactly what i'm on about it's like it's it's like the ancient race that made everything it's like the forerunners that's it the forerunners. Forerunners. So the forerunners like have these big things, and they and there's, there's that big blue map at the start, like where you first pick up weapon. Oh, and yeah, it yeah, yeah. and it's like so cool because it's like that. I love the color palette. Like I love the blues and the like. It like is very like space and metallic, and I loved it. Like the the well, the way the blues hit me when I walked into that room, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just beautiful. Yeah. You know? pops. Yeah. Is there any other times that the scenery hit you? Um, for like when I was just exploring the map, and then like it, you it first like the lights dim down, like the sun goes away at mm, like, nighttime. Yeah, <laughs> incredible seeing the nighttime sky in like a vastly open world, and yeah. see, like seeing the ring in the night and the night sky was just what. <laughs> yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, super cool. And when you first get into like when you fucking first fly, and you really see it from like a aerial perspective as well. Yeah, look down on the map. Yeah, that's pretty. That's super cool, and and it is. It happens to be as well that when you get those, um, when you get into the banshee or whatever it is for the first time, and you can they fly up. It's got those like like pillars or whatever that shoot the light into the sky, which is like from the very like the very very first Halo. Yeah, those yeah. those are in. And those things are like shoot that blue light into the sky, and it's like oh, this is just like it. It is so, and I and I know it's really really stupid to say, but as opposed to some of the later games like four and five this feels like halo like it's just so halo this game and it's so like it just takes me straight back to halo one and two and like the way they felt and their aesthetic and there's just there's like just a halo feeling about it that makes this game so so special but yeah especially like the scenery is something that there's plenty of screenshots I've taken that that I've just been like, oh man, I'm just in awe of just how beautiful this game is constantly. And for a game, really, I think that like isn't necessarily like a graphical powerhouse in any way, you know. It doesn't like absolutely no. blow me away like with its graphics, but it's just like as a whole, like when you put it together, it's like the same as Breath of the Wild. Like, isn't the best game graphically, but when you look at the scenery and you're like, oh my gosh, it's just so beautiful, even though it's only on the Switch, like. Um, yeah. But the choices of color make it look better. Yeah, definitely. And it's just it just has like a particular color palette of like blues and grays and greens that like just make it and reds like really dark reds that like make it yeah. really beautiful. Like I remember when you first approached the the place that's owned by the elites, uh, not the elites by the um, you know like the big death structure that kind of looks like a the Death Star or something. The big structure you go into, I forget the name of it. Oh yeah, the 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 first one where you like gotta go go into it to like actually start exploring the yeah the, the fobs and stuff. Yeah, and and even even again, just just the way that the map just like it, I don't know the traversal of it. You know, like when you go to those areas where you've got to like use a grappling hook to get up high and stuff. It's just so cool. Like the whole aesthetic of it is just completely beautiful to me. Um, yeah. Next thing I've got written down, because I'm sure the scenery will come in at different times. But yeah, I, I mean the the only thing I do have to say is that like when I first approached the place where Ghoul, uh, I want to say Ghoul because he reminds me so much of the guy of Destiny Two. You know the main, the, you know the main enemy is he not just Ghoul from Destiny yeah. Two? Like he's just like just literally, I swear it's the same bloody voice as him. Like uh, it, it's <laughs> what's his name? What's this guy's name? The the main enemy from this, I forget him as well. This is going to be uh, a... Atriox. That's it. it. No, no, Atriox is the other guy. He's the guy who... who the, he's the guy from the Halo 5, but it's, he's the guy who works for Atriox, isn't it, or whatever it is. Anyway, this would be a journey, clearly, of me, me and uh, Lewis completely forgetting everyone's name, but not... This is... <laughs> it's the the main, you know, bad guy. Um, why can't I think of their it's names, like es- mate? Es- Escarum. 
yeah that's it the guy who keeps coming up and he comes up on that those like, big red holograms all the time and all that kind of stuff and he's like really intimidating and full on and stuff like i really really like him but the place that his stronghold or whatever it is that you go to like when you first are presented with that like there's like the game's really cinematic and the way that it leaves you and like it just doesn't matter what angle you look at things from they just all seem to just look really cinematic and cool even if it's just the bases that they have and stuff um but anyway Next thing I've got written down is about doing uh, the fobs for me was something yes, that really that stouts me. Is that was a great addition to like, <clears throat> excuse me, the open world part because like I love games like Far Cry mm-hmm. where you can like go in, you've got camps to clear, or give you little bonuses like for clearing that camp, and it just gives you more to do in the world other than just walking around. Yeah, which in its own right is amazing just walking around looking at the like the scenery and stuff but the fobs like just being able to go down and clear it and then having like xp per fob to like give you new guns to unlock to mess around with because like obviously you've got those crates that you can pick what gun you want and then you like you slowly unlock the vehicles and stuff like that is just amazing yeah and i love the fact that you've likened it to far cry because i think the kind of this game seems to be almost modeled in a far cry like way where it feels like a far cry game where there is that like there is the overarching story but there's also this kind of i don't know sandboxy playground world that you can kind of go around and take out bases and do things of your own accord like i remember far cry 4 specifically like like i know a lot of the far cries follow this model now but like I just remember being like, wow, I've got this like whole like Tibet landscape to be able to go around and, you know, see all the elephants and the rhinos and stuff. And like, but you've got these little camps I can go to, even though really there's like a greater bad guy. I'm like, but I'm still taking on his guys everywhere and stuff. It's really cool. Like I like, like that the gameplay loop is just really fun in this game. And like, it didn't matter to me. Like every single time I unlocked the fob and it brought up all the little soldiers around and all the different little like bad guys, you know, like the target bad guys that you can get and stuff. Like every single one of them was like really Moorish, and I just wanted to go around and do them all, even though that like, the gameplay loop was yeah. the same. It's just the like floaty classic Halo feel of just smashing the hell out of enemies that just make it so much fun. <laughs> like so good yeah and it's and it is that kind of like t- ticking checkboxes and getting all those things off the map like before i even carried on each mission every time i would make sure that i had completed every fob and every single thing around every fob that i possibly could and there was even times where i'm sure i went to fobs that i wasn't even supposed to go to till i flew that i was just like grappling over chasms to get to and stuff but like <laughs> i was just like oh i just want to just get all these fobs out of the way and then like going to each you one you need that just that squad are in danger bud i need to go get them like you know like it's just you just you feel that and, and that's cool because again the, the only thing i did i felt with far cry when i played it was that like it, the things didn't matter to me as much and were a little bit kind of like i didn't really care for to do them as much like i liked yeah. them the first few times i'd done them but then after that i was like oh but this time like i really liked the idea of like even though it was just the same thing of just you know the, the little group of of um of marines just all surrounded by one of those little orange things you know um that, yeah, yeah. that has them I like, yeah i feel like a big thing that eliminates that is there's not that many of them so like it it eliminates that tediousness of yes to go around again yeah like there's not that many of them it's more enjoyable to do and it, and it's like it, yeah i agree with you it's like there is just enough that makes this game more flushed out than a normal halo but not overbearing yeah. the like a hundred hours of halo like i think a hundred hours of that would have just done my head in but i like the fact that yeah. it's like contained and there's just about enough of it for me and stuff like that i really like that um but, if, but for sure there's like a, a few fob stories that are just like or i'm gonna sort of like join the whole like you know uh target enemies and getting the troops and stuff with the fobs because they kind of all like go into it to each other don't they have the kind of map objectives but like there's a couple of like yeah. really specific times that stand out to me like there was one time where like i came to a fob in a ghost and it was just i never got out of the ghost and just rammed everyone down like i just ran into all of the all of the brutes man i could not think of the word brute earlier on as well but i just kept smashing into i just smashed into all the brutes i smashed into all of the grants and everything and just like literally it was like it was like good old like you know vice city just ruining everyone just like running over everyone (laughs) and like because because of the way it goes like the way that like the ragdoll is and everything it was just like boom like proper like just nailing them like 
I did a similar thing with one of my fobs, but I did it in a banshee, like literally the exact same thing. I was in a banshee, and I was just flying into him, like yeah, yeah from above, kamikaze, in, like... Like... <laughs> and it's just like every that's something that again it will all be intertwined as we speak but there's something that is just absolutely incredibly smooth about this game's like gunplay it's movement it's enough yeah. it's enough halo but it's not trying to be cod it's like it, it's yeah, yeah. it's modern it's it's like it, this game takes everything that i loved about halo and gives it like a smooth polish it's like a remake a perfect remake of a movie you love that's just too old now or, or you know like uh, uh, it's, it's almost like if you took the animated parts of the movies that you you know if you go back and watch old doctor who or anything you're like oh gosh but like if if you reanimated all those bits and just like it's just so lovely and it feels so like perfect and modern um oh man it's just so good and the, the, I'd have to agree with you on that. It, yeah, the the fobs and the bases and and all those different things and and like the targets, like that. There again, I I'm uh, I have always been someone who likes to play games on easy because I just don't like to find things super super hard. And I know I'm gonna try and open my heart a little bit to Souls games, and I'm not sure whether that's a bad or good thing, yeah, yeah. but um. I, I might uh, give Elden Ring Good a go. Yeah, I'm going to think about trying to get Elden Ring a go because I'm really going to like the lore of Elden Ring, but I just don't like Souls games because I think like they're a little bit like suffer, sucker for punishment. I digress. Anyway, yeah, if you don't, if you don't parry that one attack, you're dead. Instantly. Yes, yeah, and that just stresses me out. So I like to have this feeling of being this Spartan god on, and I'm playing it <laughs> on on effectively easy mode, and I'm just smashing through everyone, and I just feel I felt like Master Chief the entire time, and I absolutely loved it, and I loved how the AI of the of them would move out the way and stuff, and do like sneaky things that they would never do before in any of the Halos, like they were all very like repetitive and similar, but now they seem to like rethink really about how they're being attacked, and I loved the the little bosses that you go to, the little like red triangles yeah, isn't it of... yeah that's it i really like them what do you think of them They're, i love some of them like i think i think the reason i like them so much is just you get reward like a, a like a genuinely good reward for killing them like you get a fresh weapon like huh. yeah it's a weapon that's already in the like in your arsenal but it's an upgraded version it's got like a, a special trait to it like you've got the the spike gun that will shoot an explosive spike rather than a normal spike and it's yeah. just like well, that's awesome. I yeah, that. <laughs> like you get those, like di yeah, different types of needlers or different types of, um, you know, like the little the little plasma pistol and stuff. Like, and the cool thing is, is when you get them, they go into your fob bases, so you can pick them up any time. Then, yeah, which is cool. I really like that, and I really like the story bosses that drop their weapons as well. Yeah, that's such a great idea, oh, isn't it? When... Yeah, obviously when you do kill that guy, you do get his gravity hammer with an axe on it. Like that's what yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to kill the the guy who looks like a Sith Lord, the elite, and then you <laughs> you take him out and you get to have his red um, energy sword, which is like so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just again, I don't want to start stay stay here too long. But the fobs, all of that stuff, the whole way that they have expanded this game into this kind of open worldy experience is something that has become very, very like welcome my end in in regards to this franchise. And I think it's something they should do going forward. And and, and I couldn't wait. I can't wait till they release some more DLC for it. I get to go around and do those things again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, next thing I've got is just fun loop, you know, the loop of the game at any point in regards to the missions, like, it's just got a really nice flow to it, it's really well paced, I think the storyline's really well paced and stuff, like, it didn't feel like it was dragging on too long, it didn't feel like anything was doing this, and yeah, I, I could understand how people could probably get to a point where they were like, ooh... I don't know, all the fobbing and all that kind of stuff is too much for me, but yeah. like, I think just for me, it was just so perfectly paced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it wasn't. It didn't feel like you said too long. It didn't feel too short. If anything, I thought it was too short. I wanted a bit more. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They, more, like they certainly left that though, haven't they? In in a very like we're going yeah. to add to it way. Um, yeah. Next thing I've got is audio design. So, like the sounds of the guns, the sounds of like when you shoot people, the when you get a kill, and all these different things. Um, there's two things. The one thing is dives into multiplayer a bit, and I'll try and remember that for later. And that's just the if I don't say it later on, this is I'll just sort of let you into it now. And that is when you get a kill in multiplayer, it's one of the most satisfying sounds I've ever heard in my life. Um, 
but in this just everything the the way that your gun reloads the way the the sound is all around you the way that the like you can hear things in the distance and just like how the 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 whole audio design of this game is just absolutely flawless yeah i would have to agree with you on that it's probably some of like the best sounding weaponry in a game i've heard to date like yeah i know you've got your like your your cards and stuff that will Mm -hmm. obviously base themselves on realistic sounds but this futuristic game which is halo yeah i have never like heard any sort of like those sorts of sounds in a game like this obviously i've played like mass effect stuff like that yes it doesn't sound too realistic yeah but this this really makes you feel it doesn't it yeah, yeah, it's really immersive. Plus, the yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, really immersive. It really is, and and there's and there's something again that it it feeds, especially in me, it feeds this sense of just feeling like a total fucking badass. And this was something that when I played uh, the most recent Doom, it was something that just felt really good. Like when I got home from work, I used to just smash the living fuck out of demons, and like it just felt yeah. good. Everything felt good. There's there there is a kind of like there's a bit of doom about this and i wish they'd kind of lead into those because there's some of the finishes in doom and stuff like when you smash people's heads open and stuff like that that i wish you could just do in halo like maybe not as graphic but like i wish you could do little finishes on the enemies and stuff which would be cool yeah but like the one finisher you can do yeah obviously in i can't remember if it was halo 4 or 5 they had finishes didn't they? Mm. the the assassination finishes yeah yeah, yeah. Which I wish they still had. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. They, so I lo- but the back smack noise, or the melee noise, just in general, when you smash the butt of your gun off of your enemy <laughs> in this game, it is one of... It, yeah, it is one of the most, like, ASMR-sounding sounds you could possibly get. It's so nice. It's just got, like, the perfect sound. And every time you do it, like, especially when you're just, like, low on health, your shields just started beeping, you're running at their bullets, and you just go smack last second and just <laughs> launch them across the floor. And it's just like, I am master fucking chief. You know, like, that's just... <laughs> like that's going to stop me. Yeah, literally. Like, there was times where I'm just like, ooh, after I've done something like that, you know? And I think, like that's where the you know and the audio design in everything for me like and this is just something i'm particularly passionate about is and that is just the like the way the doors open everything like just yeah. sounds so fucking cool and all that like, the nostalgic sounds headset and it, like shoots yes so yes so it goes from like the sound comes in front of you to the pine you and you're just like well you're like you you don't know, like obviously you're looking at a screen but you like look around the light did i just hear that right yeah <laughs> is it behind me yeah <laughs> look around over your shoulder to see if it is behind you yes and that's the way it feels for sure and like and and even especially when you're playing with headphones and stuff which really increases the immersion is that you end up going into those situations where you can hear people behind you or you can hear grenades being thrown or you can hear like a you know a brute or an elite like you can hear their voice from almost behind your head and stuff it's so cool and i love how the plasma yeah, grenade sound yeah 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 that's it and or you hear him saying like you know like there's all those audio cues like there's been times where just because i heard a grunt decide to do the kamikaze where he opens up in the two plasmas and runs at you like <laughs> the, you know when they go like this is gonna hurt and then grab the things yeah. and just <laughs> run at you like that's that's where i was like you know there was a couple of times where that saved my life that kind of audio design you know and it made like and directional sound and everything but like just particularly there is just like the sound of his boots on the floor like everything especially when you're inside the actual ring itself it's just so like aesthetic no aesthetics like for, yeah, for, what, for what you're looking at this is so like and like the like the armor clanking when you're running like, yeah when you're sprinting like they've lit they thought of everything when mm-hmm. it comes to audio like what's going to hit off a of what and what's going to make what yes from that. yeah yeah and, and i just it just again as you said before it makes it so immersive and it makes it so just smooth and this game is possibly i think one of the very very smoothest shooters i've ever played in regards to its like mechanics and stuff it's just great um yeah i'd have to agree with you to be fair and of course those moments where you know the the music kicks in you know the ba 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 and you're just like oh it just they're just at the perfect moments when all your like orchestral stuff kicks in oh my god and it's just it just adds to this like this game for me if i had to like sum it up would be like how to feel like a space badass and like you know that's just the way i felt the entire time 
and I think that's a real testament to this game because there's you feel like that in the very first Halos, I felt. And it had this kind of magnitude. Um Yeah. And I think like all of the stuff, like even later in the game, like the music can be really like emotional and stuff and give a lot of depth and that. And I just think that the whole soundtrack is just like absolutely fantastic in this game as well. Yeah, definitely. Like going back into like the whole they're thinking about what to do at what times. Like when you got like a load of enemies like charging you and you gotta defeat them or they put on like some like badass movies yeah. and like you just feel like you're you're obviously gonna murder all of them. Yeah. You just feel amazing. <laughs> and and you but it gives you that kind of like ominous feeling of like, oh my god, like well when you get like a big bad guy or, or any kind of boss battle, the the music is just perfectly intertwined with it. And it's like you never it's it's one of the only games where particularly its soundtrack is one of the most nostalgic things to me personally like because i played halo like it was my first ever shooter it was the first ever shooter i ever played and like to me it just was like when i heard that music for the first time and that like those choir that choir in the background and everything it's just like if i hear that now it like rips a hole in my chest of just like in it just nostalgia pours out of me you know and like yeah. oh i just love it i just think it's so great and even like and hearing always, like stick to the same theme as well yes they always have like the or- like the, the orchestrated music in yeah. the game like in every single halo there's always been like a theme when it comes to the music yeah and it's so good and even like hearing like the music in the background and when it has that little like piano play like dun, dun, and all that and it's just like oh it's so cool and then when you hear like Cortana's voice, like original Cortana's voice, and you're just like, oh, I just literally is like, I'm back on the the very original ship, which is the the silent cartographer, I think it's called the the original ship from the very first Halo, and I'm just like, oh, it's just just so cool, I love it. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Cortana, uh, the new Cortana, which is weapon. What do you think? Yeah, of that? the weapon. I've I've thought she was like a, a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. in in halo because like she was like um like she was a, a comedic character like she was funny and like she was funny in all her responses and stuff and then obviously when chief and her fall out and then she gets really sassy and it's just really yeah. funny. Like, it's, it's humorous yeah she's so unbelievably cool like she was the beating heart of this video game and yes, that 100%. It, she just like like to begin with, I was kind of like, oh, she's actually like, and, and, and this is the thing is, in any kind of like adopting a new character in that way, especially when you've had someone who's like storied as Cortana, although Cortana obviously turned into the bad guy. So it's like, you know, you could, you could quite easily make a case for not liking Cortana, but like it, you know, she's someone who, who always stood out to me as being like really cool and stuff, but like immediately she was just like really endearing and I just liked her and I was just like, oh, you're, yeah. you're just really nice. And then like, <laughs> you know, like even when she was just like, oh, I'm supposed to die or whatever. And she was just like, I was just like, oh, I don't want to kill her. She's cool. Like, yeah. she's quite just nice. Like, like sit there. It's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be deleted. Please delete me. Yeah, and it and it, it, No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, and then and then Chief doesn't do it, which obviously again has there's so much like uh, emotional stuff to that, which we'll get into. But like, it's it's just so she was so like endearing from the start which surprised me because i expected her although she grew on me anyway i expected her to just like grow on me over time but like immediately i felt a connection with her which is just like a real testament to the voice actor and i don't know who it is um and i'm sure i could i'll I'll look it up and and mention it at some point but she is just her performance is absolutely outstanding like she is so perfect and she's like like she's the right amount of like you said sassy she's the right amount of cute she's the right amount of powerful you know, she's the right amount of like she's the perfect like uh, ying to Chief Yang. You know, yeah. And like, like when she first does something for you, and she does that little snap of the finger, like yeah, yeah, it's done. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, and you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, and she that's what I mean. So it's like cool because she has that kind of like you know you, she's it's super ultra intelligent because she's in, like artificial intelligence of course but she's like got that like cheekiness and her personality to her which is like so so cool and I really really liked her and like what eventually ends up happening and of course anybody if you listen to this podcast like this i continually reiterate that gamers lost ark is 
I want it to be somewhere that you can come and listen when you've played a game and have it as an experience for yourself. So if you haven't played Halo, like we will be going into spoilers about it and stuff like that. So please, like it's on Game Pass. Game Pass is just the greatest deal in gaming. Like go go ahead and get yourself, uh, uh, you know, Game Pass and, and, and check it out for yourself because it really is a, an amazing experience. I think that anybody should play, even if you're not that into shooters or anything, it's still like a, just a great like narrative. So anyway, we... we it's spoiler central now Lou, you go ahead yeah. so right now we'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah that's it so so the whole connection between her and cortana and how they she was made to destroy cortana and stuff um and the echoes and then like how she she tries to kind of open up chief's mind and stuff you know yeah and try and dig him like why why yeah why are you chasing cortana why do you need to like be with her sort mm-hmm. of thing and it's cool because she kind of does it in like a gentle way. And then like there's a couple of times in there where she's like, Chief, like, are you all right? And he doesn't say anything to her. And she's just like, right. And then like, you can see that over time, she can see that there's like a deeper thing between him and Cortana, you know? Yeah. And it's certainly yeah, uh, like, is, is there anything else about her particularly that, or any moments in the story that particularly hit you with her? I think, like, with the weapon, I think, like you mentioned just a second ago about the echoes and stuff, and, like, when she's list, like, when you when you listen to the echo, and then she's, like, slowly starting to, like, realise that she's just, co- like, a copy of Cortana, mm. like, that really hit me. It's when she was slowly learning, like, oh, I could actually be really dangerous, why, why am I here, sort of thing. Yeah, and then she has that, that. There's that really emotional moment for me where Chief walks up and he goes to delete her, doesn't he? Yeah. And she, she's. I don't know what stops him at that point, but but something either stopped him or she got in the way or something. She was like, "You're gonna delete me," and like that was like, again, it's just a really emotional performance from her where she can turn on a dime from being like, again, quite endearing and nice and like 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 happy and stuff and when she does that stuff where she like gets really sad after that moment doesn't she and like cuts herself off from emotionally and stuff which yeah. is just like really really intense <laughs> and then so, like that's like the start of where she becomes like really sassy and it's just like actually don't talk to me yeah and like she's really chummy with the engineer but not with chief yes yeah and that, and that's cool how they're like their character dynamic like she grows close to chief and then chief kind of you can tell that chief finds it hard because he doesn't want to let her in like he let cortana in you know and it is a love that he yeah. knows he'll end up expressing especially with and, and again you're given that gravitas at the end when you realize that of course she's actually a copy of cortana so that's why he's extra like worried about yeah, her you know extra worried like of letting her in just yes like, the same thing happens again. yeah and she breaks his heart and turns evil like cortana did so i like the fact that they build on halo 5 and they don't like disregard it they don't make it a, the most important point but they don't disregard it and i like the fact that they're continuing the series and it feels like a reboot but also a sequel it's great you know yeah yeah so yeah i agree with you because like the story runs off of like from where halo 5 left off so like you said they don't just disregard like the story that they created in that game they haven't incorporated it and like in- made it a part of this halo story which like you said I-, I really enjoyed as well like they didn't just abandon it and and i like the fact that they you know they amalgamate the whole like kind of they need to hit the reset button because they couldn't have just brought cortana back just actual cortana not after everything she had done with the fact that she used the Guardians to destroy so many planets and stuff, it's like, you know, they knew that she was irredeemable, so they needed yeah. to bring a new Cortana in and start afresh and have this fresh start to the series. And I think, and I I know this may be a shocker to some people who've played Halo before who are listening, but she, I prefer her to Cortana. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I find, I've, she's like, yeah, it's hard to explain really. Like, I, I, I like her more as well. Like she's funny. Mm-hmm. She's got those sassy moments. She's got like the like the, like I said the, like the finger click of like yeah I can just do that in a second. You don't need to ask me. Yeah, for sure. Time. And I think like just as a whole like her just her whole character arc and the way she is like she is someone now where when I see a photo of her 
I'm not just like, oh, that's something from Halo. I'm like, oh my God, that's Weapon. And she's someone who's actually really close to my heart now as a character. So like, let's say, for example, I don't know, a few years in the future, I hear her voice and it's opening up and it's a new trailer for a Halo. Like, I'd be like, oh my God, it's Weapon now like i like that's like literally that's how much i like her and i know that they they've now changed they seem to have like they leave at the end don't they when she's kind of saying that he's gonna call her katana from now on yes yeah so that was like a point i was gonna pick up on next was at the end they did hint uh well like when she was saying like oh what should we call me and obviously and then obviously um master chief was like you get to, you pick your own name mm. and then she was like yeah well i think we both know what i'm going to pick yeah and she's like can i and it's like a permission thing and I, and I like the fact that it's like it is a reset of cortana i think personally i would have preferred if they just you know can like call her a different name just to keep the distance um but again yeah, i can see her character separate yeah i can see that they've kind of just literally just remade cortana so i, I you know I, I kind of do get that but i you know i think i just think the the emotional relationship between him and her and, and how Cortana is so intertwined in it. And then she becomes new Cortana. And it's like, it's such a like great ending to the story of it yeah. being this kind well, I of think, like, this would be like, a, I guess a, um, a separate point now would be the ending cut scene where Cortana explains herself and like apologizes to chief yeah. for like everything she had done. Yeah. Kind of, it kind of inter- intertwines with the weapon as well. Like, because she all like she was saying like how everything she's done was so that the weapon and chief could learn to trust each other. Yeah, like Cortana and Chief did as well, and and like I like how they've just incorporated the story as well as like the old story as well mm-hmm, for sure and and it's so cool that they that they have this moment of like allowing cortana to have this like closure or having chief to have this co- closure of cortana story and also allowing cortana to explain herself and for people not to have this kind of bad taste in their mouth about cortana anymore and i really like that moment that like the original cortana says like you know there was a reason i chose you and that you were like perfectly compatible with me and there's nothing more compatible for you than me. And then you find out that basically weapon is her, you know, in that moment at the same yeah, time. And that's such a exact copy. Yeah. And it's such like a, Oh, it's like such a cool moment, but like, and as much as she is an exact copy in regards to like the actual, like, I don't know, the law say, but she is her own person. She is different to Cortana. And she seems to have a, a different kind of uh, sass to her, or a different kind of yeah. um, just, I just think she's just slightly more endearing than Cortana, although Cortana's quite like, sassy and um sarcastic at times um which is super super cool but i just love how they wrap that all up that is just perfect and again i've never played something other than potentially god of war which i'm assuming you haven't played uh, I've played parts of it. Played oh, okay. So God of War was like a huge reset of this series. You know, it was, it was again, it was this kind of like, let's start again with the lore, but also not ignore the old lore. So it was like very in a similar kind of vein. But like, I like the fact that the end of this game feels like a start and an end. You know, it feels like an end and a new beginning. It's cool. Yeah. Which I'm like very looking forward to. Yeah. And so I've got, the the like the new slash nostalgic feel which is kind of what i'm saying there of like the fact that it's like it has all of the things that you're going to love about halo in it that i love about halo all of the guns all of the music all of the sounds all the aesthetics but all just with this lovely polish on it and stuff like that and feels like a new start and feels like something i'm i'm happy to go forward with this franchise now especially when it was kind of waning on everyone um yeah especially after the last one yeah 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 that's it so the only other things that that I've got written down for for the main story are like so the the whispers are super cool. I love how they're presented. I love how they fade in and out as they go, um, and they're really like emotional, you know. Yeah, like hinting at like previous stories and previous conversations, like yeah, same with like the echoes as well. Like when they play, like well, yes, they are, they are the whispers, where it's like the hologram and you're watching. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I really enjoyed as well. Is like you could move around as a character and watch this hologram talk to you. Yes, yeah, that's super cool. And I like the fact that they do that. You know, what's that thing she keeps saying where she's like, "If you knew it was the day you were going to die, what would you do yeah. differently?" And I like that they keep using that. 
over and over again and it's like really powerful and i think that's just the thing is it is really really powerful and i like the fact that like it really is it as much as it's a story about you know stopping evil like it always is kind of like that halo storyline of there's a big bad guy who kind of wants to wipe the marines off the face of the earth you know um and and yes that's it and have like domination and stuff just like the covenant did back along in the other ones but like i like the fact that really this is a for me it's a game about uh about trust it's about how chief learned to trust weapon and yes definitely that's how it kind of wraps itself up big part of the story (laughs) yeah um I the only other thing I've got written down which I really wanted to go into was the the guy and again I forget I've forgotten his name already and that is the the main boss the main boss the 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 main um uh, not the not the woman who is in the she you know the woman who's like a Oh, I'm getting completely confused uh, now. The harbinger. Yeah, the harbinger. That's it. So she's really cool. I really like her, although she's actually necessarily the final boss. And I like her being involved and stuff. And she's kind of like super powerful and stuff. And I like that. But he, like, he particularly stood out to me. The the brute. Yeah. And like the escrum. Yeah, that's it, escrum. So so straight from the off, like I love how passionate he is, and how these like speeches he gives to you like really give him like a presence and a menace. Yeah, and like even towards the end when like you like he's hacking up a lung because he's like obviously ill, but he's still carrying on, he's still fighting for the cause. Yeah, it's super super cool, and I like and I really like the just just all those scenes where he like has those ominous conversations about how him and Chief are gonna have this battle and it's gonna be this like you know big ending and this big kickoff and how he's his final hurdle and how like you know there's, he creates like an emotion between him and Chief when he's like you've given me purpose again like I was missing my purpose and like again his he's voice acted something just amazing like. They're rivals. Like that's basically what he's proclaiming. Like, Chief, you are my rival. We are going to fight. We are going to sort this to the death. Yeah, hundred percent. And for for me, that they're, they're actually like there was this weird kind of like connection between him and Chief, which again was really well written into it and really well like acted and everything. Is that when he finally defeats him, like Chief says about him dying well, and like it's this kind of warrior code between the two of them of like. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that whole, like, just, like, Chief looking down at him and being like, you know, he fought well. He fought for what he thought was yeah, right. died a warrior's death. You should yeah. be proud. Yeah. It's super, super cool. Um, so, Eskrim is, yeah, it's, it is that, like, there is just, I like the fact that there is just this kind of emotional attachment between him and chief which is just unusual for those kind of enemies uh in, in you know especially in halo games but like and i think that i had this like respect for him and this kind of like fear of him as well <laughs> yeah and like obviously chief did as well like chief had that deep down respect for him as a warrior as mm. a fellow warrior yeah and I really liked his kind of. I love it when there's that moment where he's like, "Release the Spartan killers or whatever," and you're like, "Oh my god!" And you know that like that guy, the Sith Lord looking guy, is just gonna mess you up. Like, because I love how they do. They build that kind of like they build that presence because they're like, it's a, you know, he is like killing Spartans. They're like, oh my god, the Spartans have died via like energy sword and stuff like that and you're just like oh god i know who that is and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna mess me up <laughs> honestly i'm i don't know about your opinion on this but i thought that was one of the hardest boss fights in the game yeah like when he's like turning invisible and it's like a pitch black room basically mm-hmm. like i f- honestly thought that was i struggled with that boss fight yeah all the other ones i sort of like i was all right with i died a couple of times in a few of them but this one i like, generally struggled with it yeah yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that it was just, it was it was so quick as well. You yeah. know, like he was quicker than a normal elite. Teleport away. Yeah, and yeah, like, that's it. And you kind of lose him, wouldn't you? Um, it was it, you know I had to use that obviously that thing where it reveals him when he's in the dark or whatever, that particular Spartan ability. But like, uh, yeah, the little recon thing. Yeah, that's it. But even then, it, I just like the fact that they turned lights off and they created that kind of like fear. You know, that kind of like 
like you're locked. It felt like you. It, it was weird because it like kind of had that feeling like you were locked in a cage with a tiger and the lights were off. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just like, oh god, it can come from anywhere. Like, <clears throat> yeah, but that actually brings me to another point. That whole like battle simulator, yes, as well, where you're reenacting the, the 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 battles of what this guy has, yeah, done to like the Spartan race, the UNSC. Like, yeah, you got to like sit there and reenact the um like the actual battles and how the whole thing is like him psychologically trying to toy with chief and you know show him that they're weak and show him that he's strong and you know show him all these times and then chief passing each one of these battles and him you know being you know surprised to a degree and then yeah. it, i just like i liked all of that and it was kind of like arenary like where it had that kind of like felt like you're in an arena and you had to pass each thing and i felt a bit like gladiator you know yeah yeah is there anyone else? <laughs> you know, something like that at the end of it. Um, but yeah, for sure, yeah. It, it, it's that kind of like, right, you've fought the UNSC, but you've not fought Chief. You know, that's the difference. Yeah, you've not uh, fought me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's super cool. And I love the fact they had all the US, UNSC weapons and stuff, so I was just like picking up rocket launchers and just like nailing the, uh, <laughs> the uh, hunters and stuff of them, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and I, apart from that, the that's all I've got written down about the actual storyline. Like, I loved like other things like I thought the the elites were super cool. I love the elites voices. Um I I love the like little additions of the grunts being cheeky little twats all the time. Um uh, but but the main story just yeah, I, oh actually I probably should stop off on on the the guy who drives the ship, the engineer. What do you think of him? Yeah, we haven't yeah, we haven't really touched upon him. I thought he was um I thought he was a good character. I I I I liked him. Like he was pretty funny. He had, mm-hmm. like he was, he was very comedic in some of his responses to Chief. Yeah. And then obviously finding out that he's not actually um, a soldier. He's just an engineer. Yeah. Not, um, a pilot. Sorry, not a soldier. He's not actually a pilot. He's just an engineer. Yeah. And then you go through that whole phase where he's like really down in the dumps because he's he feels like a fraud. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You're a soldier now," sort of thing. Yeah, which is cool. I thought that he was like he he wasn't someone who, again like. Seeing him wouldn't give me the feeling that seeing Weapon would. You know, I thought that he, yeah. I thought that he served a purpose, but but he wasn't someone who like particularly stood out in my mind of being like, oh my god, like when it comes to narrative games, he's one of my favorite characters. But like actually, Weapon, like she really stands out to me as like going forward, she would be someone who I'd be like, you know, let's say if I had to do like top ten supporting acts in a game or something, do you know what I mean? As opposed to the to the um the protagonist, I'd say that yeah, like she was. She she being there, you know, because I really like this is the one thing I can say when I take away from this game is fantastic mechanics, fantastic game, fantastic scenery, fantastic sounds. But weapon is the thing that really sticks with me at the end of this game. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I really enjoyed that character as well. Yeah, and uh, the way she's portrayed. Yeah. So before we move on to the multiplayer, is there anything that you particularly feel? that you need to get off your chest because again this is our our uh I, I mentioned it in the podcast when we recorded last it's our this is our love letter to uh to halo infinite so is there anything else particularly you want to <laughs> you want to mention um i'd have to just uh go way back to like the whole exploring the map thing i know that's quite quite a bit ago but mm-hmm. um just first discovering the grapple that was amazing to me what the things you could do with just the grapple like I liked how they didn't give you the Banshee straight away. Like, they left that until quite later in the story. And mm. you could just progress the world with this grappling hook, like, feeling like Spider-Man, like, swinging around the terrain. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great addition to to the Halo universe in that way. And having it as something that, like, it, it gave you this, this, this ability, like you say, to traverse the map and... Like I love it when you get like a little bit, bit of momentum on the go, you know, like when you swing between one thing and then it just comes back for the next time for you swing between the next thing and gets you from A to B yeah, really quickly. You lock the cooldown and it gets even faster. Yeah, and and you scoot and you scale a mountain with it, like you know, when you just see like you got those little like troops at the top of a mountain. You're like, oh, I ain't going all the way around. You're like, I'm going up, and I'm like literally like hanging on a teetering edge, and I'm like shooting me grappling hook and then waiting and then shooting yeah. me grappling hook all the way to the top, like. But all... you could find those like little random plushies that are put around the map. Oh, really? What are they? Yeah, I, I went on top of a mountain with the grapple, and there was like a, just a Master Chief plush plushie just sat there mm-hmm. on, on the mountain. Cool. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. I I liked the when you used the I don't know if you've done it much, but I used to use the grappling hook to then pull me towards people and smash them right in the face with the with the uh, um, hit as well. Or I'd use uh, the grappling that was hook. Probably one of my main attacks. I'd yeah. shoot them up with the pistol, get rid of their shield, and then I'd grapple them and go over and Bang. slap them in the face. Yeah, and another thing is you could use the grappling hook to like um, hijack vehicles. So like I'd grapple yeah, hook, I'd grapple hook the, onto um, it. The fusion coils to you as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fusion coils. What a perfect thing they are in this game. They're just so fun to... It's just like... And this is the thing that I have to, again, say about this game, is that it is fun. This game is just a good time. It's not like yeah. the most emotionally intense thing ever. It's not like the most incredibly constructed narrative. It's just, I had fucking fun the entire time playing it and that is something yeah. that you know in these days of like intense games the like and it's just sometimes it is nice to just kick you kick back and relax and just enjoy smashing the living shit out of aliens it's just fun yeah like it's it's a very good story game but it's also a very good sandbox game as well like you can go off and just do your own random little thing like yeah grappling fusion coils throwing them at a you know yeah. a grunt in a banshee and i murdered oh, so many usc accidentally so oh, many. I think we all have. I not only would they uh, every single time I was at a fob and I was trying to drop the bloody like warthogs, <laughs> they'd be land on top of they, yeah, they'd be stood right in front of me. I'm like, dude, fucking move, and then just smash them right on the head. And I'd be like, fuck's sake, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> just little funny things like that that happen as well that just make it. Perfect. Yeah, as a, like a sandbox game, like random stuff like that happening. Oh yeah, there's loads of like just random, hilariously comedic stuff that happens. Like there was one time where like obviously I like, got out to go do something, like grab a weapon or something like that, and I got back in it, and then one of them was taking his time to get back in the car, so I was trying to reverse to him to pick him up, and then I just like he was just being a bloody dumbass, and then like I'm trying to reverse <laughs> into him, and he's just like you know you know like when they when you're in the car, they're just ignoring you, they just stood looking around, and you're like dude, like, yeah. Get in the car, man. And then like I end I up go. Yeah, and then I end up reversing over him. And then the other guy's like, Oh, come on, Chief. That's that's one of our guys. I'm like, one of our fucking guys. I mean, try and get him in the car for the last half an hour. Guy's just staring <laughs> in the opposite direction of his battle rifle, like. But yeah, I, 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 on, I think we all we all did it. We got the new Warthog and we filled them up with Marines with rocket launchers, right? We all did that. <laughs> no, it sounds cool <laughs> though. <I did. laughs> nice. Yeah, that sounds like a... especially when you get the 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 upgraded one that it's got homing missiles. You just do it. Trust me. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I just it, the poor and UNSC people who just I just end up leaving them at the end because I was just like, guys, I'm not even going to take you like lambs to the slaughter to the latest like you know <laughs> the latest base I'm going to go and try and get on the map because I've got like a real like addiction to make sure everything on the map is done and like they're all like oh wait up chief and I'm like literally if you came with me you last about 10 seconds like you get out of the car and you just get <laughs> yeah. just get nailed straight away like or the only good thing they're good for is when they just distract the brutes for a minute for, whilst, you, whilst you're doing yeah, stuff literally, I literally I took a car full to um the hunter <laughs> bounty like the well, way it's the two hunters yeah oh my god yeah and I probably had one marine left. Like they all died. Yeah. <laughs> Within like the first ten seconds, I had one marine that stayed because he got stuck behind a wall. Nice. I I, I like the fact that they add little. There's they used to do it in the originals, I think as well. But like you could swap weapons with them at any time. And I yeah, love the fact yes. I love the fact that when you do that, like when I, I there'll be times where like I'd be because you always run out of bullets and you end up using the alien guns. And I always like using the UNSC stuff. So like I walk up to one of them and swap it, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure thing, boss. You should probably have the better one." <laughs> stuff like that. Like I like those little like <laughs> those little quips that they'd say in, <laughs> in those situations. Yeah, here's here's this gun with no ammo. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, no bother, chief." Like <laughs> you like walk away like. <laughs> Probably your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I just there was just loads of like hilarious things like that. And and again, just when you just zoom in from one place in the map to the other, and you absolutely fucking total someone. Like when it's just an elite in the road or something, <laughs> and you just fucking yeet him straight across the floor, <laughs> straight into space. <laughs> yeah, literally. And you just hear him go, and just like, and, just, <laughs> yeah. and it slowly fades away because he's getting further away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you just see him scoot along the floor like you're like, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way, bud. I got places to be. Um, <laughs> got, got bases to take. <laughs> yeah, bases to take. Yeah, squads to save, mate, and then die. Um, 
Oh my god, it, it, I've I've just wiped out I wiped out an entire squad once because I threw a plasma grenade and they like I was trying to kill someone. I just threw a plasma grenade straight past him into where they were all just stuck on one of those orange things. Yeah. And I killed two of them straight away. So I blew the thing up behind it, which was good, but so but then only two of them survived because there was four of them all like you know, in, in captured or whatever they are. And then like I just blew two of them up with a, with a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> You know, you know, supposed to rescue you. There was, yeah, there was at least, there was at least twice probably that I just <laughs> that I went to go save a squad and one of them survived just because I just mangled them all accidentally or like, you know, I, <laughs> I accidentally planted a rocket yeah, right in the middle of it. Yeah, or I release them and then they all just die and I'd be like, oh. And then they, and then she'd be like, "Oh, well done!" Like weapon, be like, "Oh, well done!" Like, you know, you're giving the UNSC NSC hope, and I'd be like, stood at this one guy whilst he's just surrounded in, <laughs> you know, charred corpses. <laughs> I'm like, and then, you know, I just give him a salute, and on I go. Like, I didn't even let him get in the car. I just got walk back to the farm. Didn't, didn't even take him. <laughs> he's got to track across the map to get back to base. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, on his plod with a little pistol. Just to round up the story of this game. What would you just kind of round it up as? Like I said, like for me, it was just it's just fun. It's just this you know amazing uh, shooting shooter experience for me. Yeah, I honestly I've got nothing to add to that. Like I mm-hmm. pretty much sum it the same way. Like it is like fun. You've got your. I don't really like. I said I really enjoy like Far Cry games where you've got the exploration. You go different. You've got that. I love that. Like it's just an all round game. Yeah, for sure. Lewis broke up a little bit there, but he was saying it's got that Far Cry like mechanics and overall it's a good game. Correct? Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just to move on then, to round off the podcast, I can't not talk about the online multiplayer of this game. So no. what do you? What are your thoughts and feelings about that? Um. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy this one. I, I've there have been previous ones I've not enjoyed, mm-hmm. like because they're too like I think it was maybe four or five where it was like really coddy, like you had your loadouts. Yeah. it just seemed like a copy of COD, and I was like, nah, this yeah. isn't for me. Because like one of my favorite all time memories of multiplayer Halo is Halo Three, like going into a custom map of like infected or something, mm-hmm. and you've got you've got to, like just run away from this one slow thing with an energy sword. Yeah, like that sort of thing is what Halo multiplayer for me is. It's like the custom maps with you. Like you get a party of pals, jump into a custom map and just have away at each other. Yeah, for sure. And and that's where this for me the the online multiplayer of this game came out at a time in which I was jaded with Battle Royale. I was. I, I was low on time, so I felt like I just had less time to sit and just put an hour into a, or 25, 30 minutes, sorry, into a match of, of Warzone and stuff like that. Um, and I just particularly like, the, like the mechanics again shine through in the, in the multiplayer. And, and something that I like particularly as opposed to COD is the fact that you have like long lives. So when you get shot, you have a, you have an opportunity to get away or you have an opportunity to even turn and face them. Like, which I really like as opposed to, and I know there'll be those people who listen who probably like play competitive on it and stuff where you have the smaller lives and it's like just headshots or whatever and stuff like that, which I, you know, I'm sure is really good if you're pretty good at Halo, but, but I'm not, um, it's just something I particularly enjoy playing on the more like, uh, recreational modes, but like, I just love the fact that it's that like it's all an equal playing field. You all start with the same guns. You like obviously there's power weapons and stuff, but you all start with the same guns. You got the same amount of lives, and it just feels really equal as opposed to like in something like Warzone. Like I'm always just getting trashed by some guy who's got some sweaty setup and has like his mouse on three thousand percent like sensitivity, and <laughs> I'm just you know I'm just toast. <laughs> Three thousand percent aimers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. And it just feels really good to play. And it just feels like there's, especially there's been a couple of times when me, me and Lou have linked up, and it's just been really just good fun. And there's just something like when you just have a good game, 
just again like just like the main story just you know you're just absolutely trashing people and you're just like yeah. i feel like i stomp the enemy team yeah. there's no better feeling and you feel like a boss and it, and it like as opposed to other games as well like cod and stuff it, it seems to like cod always to me just feels like everybody's playing six on six but you're not really playing as a team everyone's just trying to do their own thing rather than in halo like there's times where i'm like you know, when someone comes with me and it's two on one and we both shoot the guy because they've got so much health, like it helps and it's good. And like when you're playing capturing a flag and stuff, like there's 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 a couple of times where me and Lou were playing capture a flag and like we were like, come on, come on, come on, come on, yes! Like when you get the <laughs> when you get the flag in the in the in the end zone and you're just like yes! Or like there was one time where I can't remember what it was, but but it, it like one of us had the flag at our actual flag and then the other one i think it was lou just went like i just was like lou oh you died with it yeah and i just got it and yeah dunked it yeah literally i was like lou lou i got the i was like no no right 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 and then like lou came and killed the guy that got me and then ran into the flag and there was another time where lou was had the I think I had the flag at our base and then Lou ran all the way round. And this is the like sandy map with like the big kind of structure in the middle that like yeah. it, he, Lou ran all the way around the opposite side and killed their guy and returned our flag. And I ran our flag in and it was just like, th- like th- I love those teammate moments. And that's something that I have to say about this game, like online, especially is that it, I don't get shitty or pissed off when I die. No, it's very much it's, I think because the matches are like quite short as well, they're like five. You'll spend five between five and ten minutes in mm-hmm. a match. Yep. So like, if you lose, you're not too bummed about it because it's like, oh, that's all right. Only another like two, one second queue time because it was like insane at that. Like it just released, like everyone was queuing yeah. up. So like, it it didn't really bum me out that much. Like I lost, I was like, yeah, I can just load into another one. Mm-hmm. For sure, it is what it is, kind of thing. Yeah, and I, and I think that like sure like you know i'm just a competitive person i think anyone a lot of people who play shooters and stuff are quite competitive people so like yeah there's sure there's times where you get a bit like oh my god how did he even do that or like you know you have the odd like ragey game where you've like died six times in a row or something but like the the way in which kill kill <laughs> kills feel in this like they just feel so utterly fantastically satisfying yeah for sure just, just satisfactory. oh so satisfactory for sure and, and you get that steady grenade on someone you're just like, oh my god yeah life. yeah it makes you feel like a total boss and you get the stick like but and that's it i, I just love the fact that it's just team-based it's like arena shooter so it's like small nifty maps although some of the maps are a little bit too big but like it, it like some of the smaller niftier maps and stuff are just fantastic and and i just love like a just a good old-fashioned game of slayer where you just run around as a team and you get it done and i love catch the flag i think catch the flag just suits halo so perfectly the way the mechanics work and stuff um yeah and that like zone one where you have to go to the different zones and capture them which is effectively the same thing as domination isn't it or whatever it is yeah. I mean, um the one game mode i don't get on with is oddball and yeah, solely to the fact that I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get on with it. I don't like it just because it promotes people just like finding a little dingy corner, corner and, and yeah, corner. <laughs> yeah, and then you just have to like they basically camp and you just have to like you know all just throw your grenades in there and it's just a <laughs> clusterfuck of picking up and dropping a skull like but yeah that's the only the only mode i don't like but that was when me and lou were like oh we keep getting oddball like we were like on odd but we like we played like four matches of oddball and i realized there was a slayer only like my option on <laughs> 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 then we were like well we could have been using this the entire time <laughs> <laughs> oh good old stupidity um but yeah it <laughs> But for sure, it's just, it's something that, like, you know, I've been in Ireland for a little while now, so I haven't been able to play anything because I've just had my Switch. But it's something that I can't wait to get back and play online with you again. You know, I can't wait to just have, like, yeah, a nice nice little after work session of just having, like, you know, a few games of Halo. And it just really is just one of those. Few games of Even if it's not Halo, we just all jump on, like, CFEs or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, so, like, just something to play with friends. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And uh, I can't wait for any of that stuff. But yeah, especially like just it's it it's one of those things where when I talk about this game, and this is always always like it happens when I talk about Skyrim or when I talk about Witcher and any kind of game that particularly has like real emotional impact on me, it is that it makes me want to play it. It makes me want to yeah. fire it right up and have a game right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think for me, that kind of wraps up Halo. 
um, infinite. Anyway, for now, I think that me and Lou will come back and be doing other podcasts. Like, I'd be happy to break down other games for you, mate, at some point. And there's lots in the pipeline, lots of exciting stuff with Lou. I've got, you know, which is news to Lou, everybody, just let you know. This is how candid I am. <laughs> is that, you know, I've got I've got things, a lot of things planned, perhaps new podcast with Lou and, you know, plenty of video content. And I can't, and I'm so happy that you've joined the team and everything, mate. Like, we can't wait to see what yeah, 20, really 2020. I'm really excited to help some content with you guys. Yeah, it will be super, super. Of a vast, vast variety of games, anyways. Like, yeah, hundred percent. I can't. I'll break down any old game with you. Yeah, hundred percent. But thank you very much for coming on, mate. And this has been mine and Lou's little, uh, little uh, review or little, you know, geek out about um, about Halo Infinite. So, um, and and I, yeah, and I hope that anybody who's played this, you know, feel these same things. And again. DMs always open if you want to go ahead and talk to us about Halo because we love having a nice conversation. But thank you so much, everybody. If you've got to this point, you've listened the entire way through. And I hope you have a, a banging day, a banging rest of your week. And, you know, stay positive, stay happy, enjoy being alive and all that. And um, we will be back in your ears very, very soon. But thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you again for listening to another pixie gaming podcast uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today we are pixie podcast on twitter pixie podcast on instagram pixie gaming podcast on facebook and pixie gaming podcast on youtube and our website is www.pixiepodcast.co.uk thank you so much for listening you're all a bunch of legends and uh, here's a little outro music so enjoy